0: Hello and welcome to Crusher Talk. I'm your friend and hostess, Haley Crusher-Kane. This week, Crusher Talk, uh, Craveworthy, is very, very easy to point out. Dr. Kane and I had been driving past a restaurant for a while in Royal Oak, Michigan, called Sign of the Beef Carver with an old-fashioned red sign emblazoned with an early colonial dude uh, with a fork and a knife. So we had to investigate. I was very delighted to find that it is a buffet cafeteria style actually I I wouldn't say buffet it's cafeteria style where you have a tray and you go through and there I guess it used to be a buffet but now you go through and you have your tray and you pick out your potato salad your jello your soup um your mac and cheese your steamed broccoli all those good things there's also a thing called scrod which is a kind of fish I have never tried but um my friend Ryan who's been playing guitar second guitar for me when I told him I went here, went to that place, was like, oh my goodness, you need to try the Scrod. So if anyone knows about Scrod, um, please let me know because (laughs) I had never heard of it. Um, the main thing though, is the roast beef. It was a giant cut of beef that was just sort of, I don't know, glistening with delicious juices and being carved before your very eyes. I absolutely love cafeteria style places like Clifton's, California, Clifton's cafeteria in Los Angeles is a place that my friends and I would go for special occasions and it was always a, just a delight. And it's this old, old, um, I think it was like a factory back in the day and it, or no, it was like a, I think it was used for the, during the bread lines during the great depression and there was a cafeteria and, um, people would come in and get really cheap meals. Um, also Philippe's French dip, which is like the best most amazing French dip sandwich you'll ever have uh, with amazing, delicious au jus. Um, they do it like cafeteria style as well in L.A. So like we I have a context for this situation at Sign of the Beef Carver, but it was a very Midwest style, a little different. It kind of re- reminded me of like a cracker barrel inside with old colonial American it's flare, if you will. A lot of flare. There was a fireplace crackling there was pie. We had cherry pie. There was a haunted grandfather clock. Um, it was fantastic. And I have to say, I I felt a little sad in there. I mean, number one, we ate at like 4 p.m. And that's always kind of weird when you have dinner that early. And it was sort of like a late lunch, early dinner, um, especially when... <laughs> you know, the only other people in there are just like really old people, um, makes you, just kind of makes you reevaluate your life. But also just the fact that there used to be, I I researched it and apparently there were a lot of these sign of the beef carvers all over the metro Detroit area. And now there's just that one left. And it kind of bums me out because just those kind of restaurants just don't seem like they're going to go into the future. Um, this this uh roast beef sandwich, which I asked for mine wet, which meant and usually like I know they dip it. Um, at least that's what kind of happens in California. That's what I've experienced in Chicago when I've had a hot Italian beef. I know they're different things, but you know, I'm used to like a sandwich being dipped in au jus. But this one was put on a plate, like a flat plate, and then a ladle of au jus on top. So it was sort of swimming in this weird plate, which created this very urgent countdown to eat it before it got soggy. That was a little weird, um, but then again, that's that's the Midwest difference. There's always going to be something that's just a little bit okay. Like that's a regional thing for sure. Um, perhaps the scrot is a regional thing. Um, but yeah, it just kind of bums me out just the fact that like there was I guess a salad because I asked the guys behind the counter. I'm like, this place must have had an epic old people salad bar, and they're like, hell yeah. And I just grew up with like Sue Plantation, and there was something else called like, what was it called? Like Fresh Choices or something. It had a terrible name. But I just grew up with those um those salad bars, and also when you go to like just diner, like not diners, but like old people steakhouses, like just those salad bars where you would just, you could be so creative, you could have so much freedom. You could just put like beans and pasta salad and hard boiled egg and croutons and like raw beets and like all sorts of random stuff together and I think I'm just a real uh I like chaos a little bit so the idea of just like having your own canvas and just being able to paint with it <laughs> for lack of a better words is so I don't know I just love it it's nostalgic for me and you know those places are gone I mean COVID made them unhealthy unsafe and you know, if I had known that 2020 was gonna happen, I might have gone to Soup Plantation where you're a slave to flavor. That's my that's my ta- my horrible tagline that I added to it. Um, I might have gone to Soup Plantation a little bit more. Rest in peace, Soup Plantation. Um, okay, what's next? Um, also, it is Punchkey Day, and I might be saying that wrong. It is Fat Tuesday. It is the day when apparently you're supposed to eat a bunch of fatty things because you're gonna you're going to have a i was going to say st- starve. Um it's not called starving. Um for me it would be, you know, I like to eat um fasting. Hello, something I've never done. <laughs> if you are celebrating um Fat Tuesday and you're preparing to fast and you do lent and all that stuff, more power to you. A little bit alien to me, but um because it was Punchki Day in this area of Hamtramck/Detroit, Everyone has punch keys, even, um, Smalls, one of the, my favorite local music venues here in, in Hamtramck, does a punch key bomb, which is a punch key with alcohol inside. Um, I just had mine virgin, but it was delicious. I had like a raspberry one. And the other day, um, we got some blueberry ones and some cream filled ones. And apparently today is like the big day though. And I was really shocked, I guess, I mean, I just don't know what to expect with these things, but I was pretty shocked to see, like, on Tuesday at 1 p.m., Small's venue just packed. The strains were playing, and, like, there's just a bunch of people just, like, rocking out, enjoying themselves, having fun. There was a big Polish feast that was free. I believe it was free. Um, And it was just, like, very merry, like, very joyful. It felt like just such an out-of-the-blue thing to just come out from you know, the afternoon, like just walking around, like, you know, I'm just doing my little, do my little errands and, you know, doing my work. And then I, I skipped down there um, in the middle of the day to check it out. And it was just like, whoa, okay, this is a, this is a new tradition for me. um But I did partake today. I did have a punchki, so that has got to make it on the crave worthy. Um, I, I still don't understand how they are that different from donuts. I would say they are um, less greasy than a donut. And also my barista told me that apparently they're just way more fattening than donuts because of the fi- like the filling, which I don't know if I believe that. I just don't know because a lot of donuts have fillings and donuts are t- typically greasier than the punch keys. So it's just been an interesting experience. I will find out this was my first year and I'm still investigating. So, um, that was kind of a cool new experience. And um oh yeah, another uh let's see. No, no more food. <laughs> I'm cutting it off, you guys. I feel like um this entire podcast slash audio gift, whatever you want to call it, has just become me talking about food. But um what can I say? Okay, let's just go to headlines. So we don't have much, but uh GoGo's vinyl. I did look into that. The Go-Go's tribute vinyl, if you got a Go-Go, Go-Go now, will be available in March from Sympathy for the Record Industry. So it's next month for sure. I will send a link out when it's available. It is beautiful, pink and blue vinyl. Also headline, um, Dr. Kane and I are no strangers to finding weird stuff on the street, but lately it's been getting out of hand. So we always joke that... So there's a tire that just has never... Detroit is filled Detroit has a trash problem. Most cities do, but because Detroit is a very large city that is made for, you know, I think a few million people and now there's like 600,000 people in the city. It it it's just kind of empty and there aren't a lot of services. The services that are here are not always working correctly. I've said it before, but it's basically like, you know, nature is taking the city back in many ways. There's large expanses of open grassland. Um, in the middle of residential areas, there are abandoned buildings, abandoned businesses, whole apartment blocks that are abandoned. So to say, to complain about the trash is like to complain that, I don't know, to complain that like the sun is hot. Like, yes, yes, we know this is obviously part of the whole experience but i was not prepared for the amount of things so dr kane and i when we walked the dogs we always like laugh because there's this tire in the middle of the sidewalk that we just kind of walk over and walk by and we've dubbed it our tire like like if the, if it ever went away we'd be sad because it's our tire um and we just know it will we'll never go away i mean it's in a weird corner of the city like it's not in front of anyone's house per se it's not under anyone's jurisdiction it's just literally a tire when it snows, it gets snow on it. (laughs) When the snow melts, I mean, it's been there since, I guess, August when we first came. So there's a tire. Um, we've been finding various, you know, interesting bottles, food. The dogs are always picking up random street foods. We found literally a full pack of bologna, just full pack, just not even opened, just in the snow, just sitting there. Um, there's a thing that my friend told me, uh, which is hilarious. Um, tumble weaves, like tumble weeds, but tumble weaves. Basically, women's you know hair extensions or wigs tumbling down the street. I have not experienced that yet. But the other day, we did stumble upon a dildo on the sidewalk, and that was the first. Let me tell you, I have not experienced anything like that in any city. Um, just there, just out in the open, just just hanging out. And <laughs> I was joking that, um, like this was the day, like everything changed for us, you know, like we could handle everything else, but this was like the sex toy on the sidewalk. I mean, come on. Um, I that just felt like a headline. I mean, my life is different now. I don't know. I've been corrupted. Um, let's see what's next. Um, tumbleweave, man. If anyone's seen a tumbleweave, do let me know. Um, okay, sparkle of the week. I'm getting through these quick. If I'm talking super fast, let me just tell you why I was lifting weights today and my back is simultaneously like feels strong, but also very sore. And I am sitting in my closet and as much as I love doing these crusher talks for you, I'm like, part of me is like, when you're done, you can lay down, (laughs) which is ridiculous. But, uh, my husband is in the other room speaking with his mother, so, Otherwise, I would go in the other room and like actually recline in a comfortable position. But for the sake of sound, I'm in the closet crouched over my laptop for you guys because I'm showing up for you guys. And if I ever miss a crusher talk, I absolutely feel bummed out because as much as I know that this show, quote unquote, is complete nonsense and absolutely not a necessary food group for anybody. Um, it's obviously like a little sprinkle on top of your day. Uh, I get bummed out when I have a podcast I start listening to and I rely on it and then it just doesn't come out. I always get bummed out. So I'm in my closet crouched over. I'm talking a little fast. Um, might've had a little caffeine today, (sighs) but anyways, sparkle of the week. Speaking of finding random stuff in the street all the time. Um, speaking of that, we saw this, this is the first time I've ever seen this, by the way, this elderly Polish woman picking up trash outside of her house and around her little neighborhood. And it was so inspiring to me that I have decided I'm going to publicly state my intention to start picking up trash in my neighborhood. I'm also going to look into uh, neighborhood trash receptacles, because I have seen them in certain neighborhoods as sort of a community bonding, community building measure to kind of get people to care and take pride. Generally, I feel like the people in my on my block do take a lot of pride um, in the in the neighborhood. However, there is one street in particular that is sort of used as a sort of like highway, if you will. That is just constant traffic. And I know that's probably like the main artery of where all this trash is coming from. So I know this because that is where you see most of the trash. And then I notice it kind of like trickles into the other areas. It kind of like the wind takes it. Um, so I think I'm going to focus just on that little thoroughfare. And every day I walk the dogs around that little area. So why not pick up even two pieces of trash? Even, I don't know, a piece of trash. Like I used to do that all the time back in California. If I was on the beach, I would absolutely pick up trash. If I saw something on, like, I wouldn't be like, that's not mine. I would pick it up. Also, if I am picking up dog poop of my own dog's butt, I will pick up other dog poop if I have the bag out. If I see dog poop, like just pick it up. It's just not that hard it's good karma. It will come back to you. And it just astounds me too. Like that attitude of like, well, that's not my trash is so silly when it's a shared community space, like the neighborhood, the park, the beach, it's all our responsibility. Maybe that's just the nineties Captain Planet in me. I remember watching Captain Planet and thinking about how styrofoam and hairspray was ruining the ozone and how we all had to get together. And I think the Asian girl in that show turns into a dolphin. pretty sure. There's a lot going on, um, in my brain when it comes to like, just environmental fervor. Like I care, I care about recycling. (laughs) I care about global warming. I care about trash. Um, oh, and I also care about, God, the amount of plastic bags that people use here is really crazy. I'm sure I've talked about it on here before, but if you buy, like, I don't know, a couple cans of chili, some bananas, and like a thing of pasta, I would assume that that would all go in one bag. But no, they're going to use a separate bag. Um, I don't even know how they decide that. But sometimes I'll just get like a separate bag and there's like just bananas in it. And I'm like, why? Um, not only that, but there's a lot of double bagging going on. And when I say bags, I mean plastic bags, something that is totally not allowed in California, you're not allowed to smoke. You're not allowed to use plastic bags. You're not allowed to use plastic straws. And here it's all about smoking as many cigarettes as possible, bagging as many things as possible, throwing your trash out the window, sticking your cigarette butt just wherever you want to put it. And it's such a culture shock and I just don't want to become desensitized. So I'm going to do something about it next week. I will report back on how that goes and um, wish me luck. Okay, quality thought of the week. My quality thought of the week is inspired by uh Punchki Day. Now, I'm not really a donut person. Dr. Kane is really the donut person in our in our family. Um Peanut likes donuts as well. Um but it was Punchki Day. And you know what? It's nice to have a donut on Punchki Day. It's nice to have a Punchki on Punchki Day. So my quality thought of the week is um eat the donut. And that can mean anything that you want it to mean maybe you're at a birthday party like swing the pin like swing at the pinata right um sometimes these little celebrations and themes and um once in a lifetime once in a lifetime sometimes once in a lifetime like if you're maybe going on a special trip to Europe right like go and have the pasta go to the Eiffel Tower whatever you want to do go to that record shop you've always wanted to go to um don't discount the power of of a special occasion and just just have the damn donut I mean I walked my butt down there in the cold and I just thought it's one it's 1 p.m in the afternoon I'm working I don't have time for this and then I just thought you know what it's like two blocks away I'm gonna go get myself a punch key and commune with the people and be one with my community and it felt really nice and it was just a nice little pick-me-up I was able to go do some errands after and get back to work and here we are. I'm in my closet finishing this up and I feel like I had a day. I feel like those little moments make life rich. And, um, it's just really easy to forget to do those things. So, um, hopefully you're not giving up too much this season. You're not giving up and sacrificing something too much that you love. Um, but if you are, remember that, you know, afterward when it's all said and done, there's always a delicious fried something or other waiting for you. All right. I'll talk to you next week. Sparkle hard.